This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. Chaos in life without rules. Uh, we need rules, otherwise it's all over the place. And uh, I realised yesterday when I was preparing jacket potatoes once I uh, got back after the show uh, that there needs to be a set of kitchen commandments, uh-huh. I believe. Uh, I was grating cheese for the jacket potato. It's a tuna mayo and cheese jacket potato. Lovely, nice combo. Grating cheese. Uh, and I, I realised that obviously if you're using the, the upright cheese grater, grating in an up and down motion, Motion. Uh-huh. Obviously, most of the cheese, if not 95% of it, is all inside the grater, ready for you to put on the potato. Stays in the little tower. Stays in the tower, it's how it's meant to be designed. There are bits that flake off on the outside of the grater. Yeah. You're also left with a tiny little bit in your hand that never gets grated because you don't want to shred your fingers. Like the little nub. And I would say that one of the Ten Commandments of the kitchen uh-huh. is that cheese that remains outside of the grater is that of the cook. That's a very good point. That is true. It's just like an unspoken... Well, it should be a written rule. It should be on something, shouldn't it? Like you say, like so, a commandment. We, we speak of unspoken rules, uh, but I think they do need to be put down just so people know where they are. Well, I mean, along those lines as well, I think if, if you art thou... The one that, um, I don't know biblical language, uh, the one that's making the tea and getting biscuits ready, you're allowed a biscuit whilst the kettle's boiling. Yes, I'd say so. Thou shalt help thyself, (laughs) I believe's the end of it. So if you wish to help us uh, put together the Kitchen Ten Commandments, you know how to get in touch. Grating cheese is is like a risky business. Yes, it is. Because the thumbs and nails can go for a burden. The only like danger money you get is getting to eat the the bit that comes on the outside. The stuff that's on the outside should be the reward for the danger you're undertaking. I don't know whether I'd ever love an animal enough to be able to hand that over, which is probably why I don't have a dog. Other rules, please, uh, for the Kitchen Ten Commandments. Uh, I'm, can I chuck a couple in here? Of course you can. Very quickly, if thou get made a cup of tea, why not, why not drink it all? Yes. Rather than my my <laughs> mum does this, my other half Katie, you make a cup of tea and they leave half of it. Yeah. Can uh, I just say, I never do that. I just drink the whole thing. You make a very good cup of tea. As you do as well. We always drink each other's Thank tea. Thank you. And uh, thou shalt not stick cheese back in a rip wrapper in the fridge. Oh, I hate one. that. Basically, I've just got an axe to grind <laughs> in our own house. <laughs> Steph has put forward the chef's Sabbath privilege. Uh, when cooking a Sunday roast, the cook can eat the chicken wings while the meat is resting. That's what Jesus would have wanted. <laughs> I think so. Uh, Dirt Biker says, uh, Dads, when cooking, shall have a tea towel over their shoulder. <laughs> Which I 100% agree with. Someone's kind of got the wrong end of the stick. I've kind of taken it out of the kitchen. But John says, as the driver on a road trip, it is expected that the passenger unwraps your travel suites and possibly pops them into your mouth for you as well. Don't want to get a uh, carpool with John, that's for sure. (laughs) I'd agree with this point, but you're quite right. It's not in the kitchen. Uh, Chris, your commandment, please. My commandment is that um, uh, if there's a dash of wine requested for a, a recipe then the chef should consume the whole bottle without retribution. Wow. <laughs> All right there, Keith Floyd. There's, there's one for the kids. The kids. <laughs> but but there, there, there's a number two, and that is that when I'm cooking, only recipes involving uh, a dash of wine are allowed. Instead of a little system going on. It is Keith, isn't it? It is. Big time Keith. Good on you. We like it. These are good, Chris. Thank you very much. No problem, my man. Take care now. Uh, some interesting stuff coming in. Some people going slightly over the top with the punishments. Nessie in Doncaster's gone very biblical. Uh, she says, he who gets coffee granules in the sugar pot should be banished to hell. <laughs> Which is quite harsh. Uh, Sam's got something to add about, actually, the cheese grating one. My husband, when I first met him, he, uh, I don't like grating cheese, so I uh, I asked him to grate the cheese and he, he wasn't very good in the kitchen and he grated it so much cheese and he grated it so hard 
but it uh, it ended up a uh, it ended up being uh, a block of cheese again inside the uh, tower. Joy, <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. I get I get told off by my other half, Katie, quite a bit for like doing too much cheese. I don't know if it's like a male thing. You just keep on grating. It just feels good. Yeah, but it's okay. But you've got to remember to lift the tower up midway. So that uh, you don't end up with a big block of cheese inside the tower. Oh, Hear what advice. you're saying, but then if you lift it up, then everything just falls out, and then you can't put the tower back down. You've got—I think you've got to look through the holes. Also, if you're—if you're like we said earlier oh. on, your 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 tax is the the cheese that falls around yeah. the outside. If you open the tower, lift the tower, then that all becomes part of the stuff that's going in everyone else's meal, and you lose your little uh, your bit on the side. Do you know what I mean? Well, yeah, that's true. But you know what? He, he, I think if we were going to find a moral for this story, nay, a commandment for our Kitchen Ten Commandments, it is you can't have too much cheese. Mm -hmm. You can never have too much cheese. No, never have too much cheese. Never. The Daily Takeaway. I think the real reason it's it's being termed as a big show is is this big announcement that we are at that point right now. I'm very excited on your behalf, Richie, because you've not seen this. No. Our dear listeners uh, don't know what this is as well. Let's just re- rewind back and just set the scene a little bit if you're not familiar with it. Uh, obviously, we had Grandad last year, the little porcelain doll that I bought off Facebook Marketplace. Mm-hmm. It was in, in a little rocking chair, and uh, we had good fun with him. One of the listeners took him out and about, got him on Match of the Day. We lost him at the Isle of Wight Festival. We did. But he was a show mascot, but I feel like and I'm sure you'll agree since then there's been a little bit of maybe a bit of a gap something's been missing yes up until that point yes, do you yes, know what I mean yes uh, so with that in mind I've been, I, I, I have been on Facebook Marketplace quite a lot on the lookout for something that could replace Grandad as I said yesterday you have a problem I have a problem I had a couple of cans of Guinness I can't stop going on there and I just I got an eye for a bargain anyway I found a thing that I have bought for £25 and I've gone over there in Essex this morning and picked it up. And I think this is the thing that's not only going to take this show to the next level, but it's going to give this show and this radio station what I would call gravitas. A bold claim. And I've got it here. I put my glasses on. I've got it for you right here. Oh, it's framed. It's a framed thing. Okay. Oh, it's not. It's, that's not what I was expecting. So this is not just a, a piece of, of art. Okay. Yeah. Uh, this is a thing that could, because it's original, earn us quite a lot of money down the road. Uh, a bit of gravitas music for us there before we do the re- the little reveal. I've got a blanket over the front of this, so you don't know what this is. I would like to introduce you, Richie Firth, and you, the amazing hometown listeners, to our new show mascot and someone that's going to be on the walls of this much hallowed studio 3.1 here at One Golden Square. I introduce you to the Blue Boy. <laughs> I saw him on Facebook Marketplace and I knew I had to have him. <laughs> £25. £25 for this. I believe it's an original. <laughs> it's an oil painting of a little boy in um, a, in kind of blue Edwardian costume with a felt cap with a feather in the top. Yeah, he's like a, a, a blue tunic. Uh, so, yeah, he's got a ruffle. Blue sort of like jodhpurs. Um, he's obviously like a lord or, or a prince or something, isn't he? But yeah. can you imagine this being on the walls of our studio here whilst we're doing the show, looking down on us knowingly? I can try to imagine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where? <laughs> um, I can imagine the reaction from quite a few people. Dave's going to love this. I think Dave's going to love this. Because he likes to go to, like, um, slightly hoity-toity uh, members clubs, doesn't he? I can imagine Dave having a cognac whilst uh, Blue Boy looks down upon him. And it would be fair to say Dave appreciates the fine things in life. And Dyson's been in court loads of times, so they've got loads of pictures <laughs> like this when you go to a local courthouse. Do you know that that is... 
Where's the certificate of authenticity? Well, it's, it's painted. You can see someone's painted this. Can I, mean, I, can I feel the texture? Have a little feel. Let's not drop him like we did with Grandad. <laughs> it's but quite it, heavy, in fairness. It's a proper embossed uh, gold frame. But I, I, you know, like, people invest in stuff, right? So if we invest in art, and this is the start point, the blue boy, it could be worth thousands in just a few months. We doing? We doing to? <laughs> Stop just tapping blue boy. Knock it to that, see. That was right in his crotch so- as well. <laughs> <laughs> Do it around his cheeks. There's a texture to it, so I can I I can see that it yeah. does feel yeah it does feel real. Listen, well done, uh, uh, because you you own your fir- very first bit of art. We we all own it together. Who's the artist? I don't know. I think it could be one of the one of the big guys. Not Do you know what I mean? Signed. National Gallery big guys. Wow. Well, what a. What? I am, I am speechless. You are speak, speechless. I feel like I don't, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but I feel like you're almost slightly emotional. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Is that how you feel? You say that? Yeah. Yeah. I do feel. So there you go, folks. Keep an eye out on our socials. We'll take a photo of Richie and I standing next to the blue boy, and um, and, and don't worry, it's not haunted. Although it is a slightly unusual picture. You can hold it. Yeah, I'll, I'll hold it, and yeah. then it's the new mascot for the home time show. So yeah. I tell you what, what a start to 2024. This is the daily takeaway. Uh, it's Bush and Richie with your home time show oh, on okay. Absolute Radio as uh, our art fan over there uh, stands Lovely. back and admires his new twenty-five pound purchase. Where have you been? Where have you been out there with your with your hat and your your shoes on, Blue Boys? So I was just chatting to Blue Boys in the corner. I just feel like I've got a bit of a connection with him. Just unveiled the uh, the original um, oil painting that I've got for a snip on Facebook Marketplace for just twenty-five quid. Uh, Craig has texted saying, "I've got some old rope I'd like to sell, Bush." That that hurts. We haven't had it valued. <laughs> It's for real, and it's, it's going to be in the corner of the studio now. Make sure you check out the Dave Barry Breakfast Show tomorrow. Can't wait to hear what Dave, Matt and the team think about I can't it. I not And Dean Kelly says, so was Blue Boy and Everton supporter when they were good. That's a little bit too soon as well. Thank you very much. Well, a couple of people have suggested that it might be haunted. No, I think that's unfair. Uh, Paul has tweeted to say the state of that. When you say Paul, is that our boss? I imagine he will have something to say about it. I'm not, I'm not anticipating he's going to love it. Either. Hey, we've got a meeting with him tomorrow. Shall I bring well, it yeah. into the meeting? <laughs> yeah. It's what he would have wanted. Uh, Stephen says, Bush is the type of guy that buys a jar of air or bathwater from a celebrity selling it. Oh, my. That, is, that really hurts. <laughs> when, when the big bucks come in, when we sell this thing in a week or two's time, because it's accrued loads of cash, because people invest in art, mm-hmm. then the, you know, the shoe will be on the other foot. I will be gracious enough to say this is your money that you have spent, the 25 pounds. Uh-huh. So when it is sold in a few weeks' time, as you say, and it goes for the big bucks, big bucks. I'm not expecting to receive any of your profits. No, we'll take it. I'll take you guys out for like a nice slap up meal or something. It's going to be like that episode of Only Fools and Horses. We'll both pass out in front of the car. <laughs> exactly <laughs> like it, I'm sure. This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. The noise of the past. It's Bush and Richie's Sound of the Decades. Absolute Radio 70s. Uh, Ross has just messaged to say, uh, he's, well, he's had a guess, which we're not going to read out because it's not his turn, but he, he calls it that infernal sound. That's harsh. Which kind of sums it up. I think it has confused so many different people. We have a mystery sound from the 1970s. It's got everyone stuck and no one can guess what it is. Have a listen to this. No one can guess, but Lisa thinks she can. How are you, Lisa? I'm OK, thank you. Uh, Lisa, well, welcome to Home Time. Uh, obviously, we just in, introduced Blue Boy, our brand new painting to the show. Do you have any original art in your house? Uh, I do, actually. I have a, a, a painting that I brought back from Cuba. My partner and I, Paul, went to Cuba a few years ago and we brought back a, a picture from an art gallery there. Which Richie is going to guess right now what that is a picture of. <laughs> okay. um, a mountain. A lovely mountain? 
No, it's it's some of the streets in Havana, sort of superimposed and screen printed onto newspaper. Actually. Love that. No, and a little bit like Blue Boy could be worth thousands in the future. Is that what you're thinking, Lisa? You never know. You never know. Investment. You do never know. You never know. <laughs> uh, Lisa, what is your absolute radio station of choice when you listen to this home time show? I usually listen to the the straightforward absolute radio. <laughs> Absolute Radio Radio Main we've had. Absolute Radio Straightforward is great. And then obviously this is all about the 70s. There's a sound from the 70s. What were you doing in the 70s? Uh, Well, I was born in 78, so not a huge amount. Um, So I was more an 80s baby, but um, 80s child. So, yeah, I was quite young. Are your your, photos of you as a kid? Because I was born in 75. Are your photos of you as a kid starting to look really old now? Like proper old photos? Very brown and beige looking pictures yeah yeah i, I like speak it. i speak for all of us born in the 70s it's only the pictures of us that are looking old it's not us not us no, it's, of course not. it's no. something about the couches and stuff back then like yes. loads of like brown and orange yeah. and weird patterns yeah, yeah exactly yeah. anyway Let, lisa let's uh, see if the few years that you did spend in the 70s have helped you in the guess for the sound of the decades please what is it I think it's an evil Knievel stunt toy. It's like a wind-up toy. Oh, my God, I had one of these when I was a kid. Uh, so just to tell everyone what that is from back in the day. It, as far as I can remember, it's like a, a he had a wind-up handle and it sort of span and then the, the motorcycle with evil Knievel on shot out from the toy. Kind of span, maybe. It kind of span and sounded like... Yeah. Like... <laughs> it's not right. Well, Well, could it be that? I mean, I had one of them. Used to poor bloke. Used to just get smashed into loads of skirting boards and stuff. Come off his bike. That's no life, is it? So many old toys just got smacked into skirting boards. I know. It's just poor skirting boards. Is it the sound of the decade? Your loser. Oh. Lisa, I'm so sorry. You thought you were absolutely quids in there. I was so convinced as well. <laughs> Lisa, don't feel too bad because a lot of people have been thinking that it is evil Knievel, but no. Okay, back to the drawing board. <laughs> well, at least you can fall back on the money that you'll get from the sale of your picture from Havana. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> nice to meet you. Sound of the Decades rolls over. Another chocolate bar added to the Sign Absolute Radio mug. It returns tomorrow. The Daily Takeaway. Bush and Richie's Daily Takeaway. Tuesday evening's Hometime Show. Bush and Richie on Absolute Radio. And Tuesday evenings means Toasty Tuesday. Uh, yes, our chance to try for you uh, brand new recipes uh, for the king of all snacks, which is, of course, the toasty. If you've got one you want to share with us for us to try for you, uh, then email us, hometime at absoluteradio.co.uk, or you can pop us a text, 81215. And we really want to push the boundaries in 2024, so literally anything goes. And someone who has sent us a uh, recipe for a toasty is my dear friend Ella, who we've got on the line right now. Ella, how are you doing? Hi, thanks very much. It's brilliant to have you on. Uh, Please tell everybody the amazing toasty uh, recipe that you sent us uh, about a day or so ago. Yeah, well, this has obviously been handed down through generations, but it's a tuna, cheese and mango chutney toast. Ah, which is tuna, tuna, cheese and mango <laughs> chutney. Obviously, it doesn't sound great, but trust me, it is delicious. Now, it Ella lives in, in the rolling farmlands of Northumberland, mm-hmm. out in the wilds. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah. is this some kind of like a, a Northum- Northumbrian delicacy, would you say? Well, I, th- I don't know. I mean, it's... Given to us by a pal who's from Dumfriesway, so it could even be like Scottish borders. I don't, I don't know. Wow. <laughs> but, um, definitely, it's 
<laughs> it's obviously mean. something that you enjoy, Ella, and you've, you've passed it on, but you've, you've yeah. kind of apologised for it. You said, well, it sounds a bit weird. But I, I don't think tuna and cheese sounds weird. I love a tuna and cheese melt. I'd have that in a toasted sandwich. Obviously, mango mm. is the uh, the invited guest here that everyone's questioning, but I like a bit of mango chutney, so I'm, I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. Just, yeah, the fish and the fruit, but I mean, and also you've got to consider whether to put mayonnaise in your tuna. Like, oh, that's, that's a good point. between our house because I would say yes, but my husband would say no. So, so, so what, uh, yeah, this is a good point. How are we preparing the tuna in this? I mean, Richie it gets <laughs> yeah. the ick on many different food levels. How are you with, uh, right. with the mayo mixed in with the tuna here? Yeah, love it. Yeah, yeah, All yeah, good yeah, with yeah, that? yeah. Yeah, tuna mayo yeah. would be my go-to jacket potato filling. I think you'd be fine then. You'd be fine with this. So now we're talking tuna mayo and cheese and mango chutney all in a toasty. Yeah, exactly. Exactly now, right. When you <laughs> make when when you make these, mm-hmm. what's the weepage level of the toasty? Because that sounds to me like yeah. it's got the potential to seep. They are soggy. <laughs> but like, if you if you put I don't know. It depends well, it depends what your grill's like. You know, what you're doing. It's all down to the grill. I don't know. Yeah. If you, you know, if you can drain a bit of it off, it's probably for the best. <laughs> the weird thing is, we, we've got to cook this in our communal kitchen, yes. so we may, may be very unpopular with the, the team from Kiss and some of the other radio stations. Yeah, but that's, I well, would get a little cloth at it, but it's worth it. It's worth it. It's worth it. We're going to try it tonight on the show. Uh, there it is. Right. It's locked in, Ella. Tuna okay. mayo, cheese, mango chutney, yeah. the toasty it's happening yeah. tonight. Do you have a name for it at all, by the way, uh, just out of interest? I don't. It's just the toasty. So it doesn't even, you know, if you say the toasty, then that's what we're referring to in the house. So, that, it, you know, it, it, that's it's... It's just the toast. It, it needs need, no name. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Brilliant. Well, listen, Ella, thank you so much and we can't wait to All try right. it. Okay, no problem. Right, ingredients at the ready. We construct next. This is the Daily Takeaway. In the midst of a very exciting Toasty Tuesday, if you've got a recipe for us, like Ella from Northumberland a bit earlier on, hometime at absoluteradio.co.uk, we'd love to cook it. But Richie's been out and toasted this sandwich and it smells good. It does smell good, looks really good. Um, Ingredients, once again, tuna mayo, cheese, mango chutney in there. Um, This one probably should come with a warning. I've got a feeling this is going to be molten inside. Okay, good. I like it. I like the jeopardy of it all. Because truth be told, I don't reckon, as somebody's pointed out quite rightly on uh, on socials, this is probably not ready to eat really until the Dave Berry Breakfast Show in the morning. <laughs> Just let it rest for seven or eight hours. So, I hope people appreciate the danger that we're going through as I pass you over uh, your sandwiches. Oh, thank you. I've um, got, uh, two here. Uh, obviously, during the songs, our producer Adam ran out to see how you're getting on and he said that you'd stunk out the entire kitchen area of One Golden Square. There's no it? doubt, there's, there's no doubt that when you're toasting tuna mayo, it's it's a strong smell. It's not a popular communal toast <laughs> no, it's in many not. ways. Okay, first things first, I have what looks like a bit like almost like anchovy po- poking out of the uh, the front of it. <laughs> uh, that's obviously that, tuna that's, that's burnt. That's tuna. That's burnt tuna. Yeah. Here we go. Initial vibes a bit like remember that stuff you used to get in paste in a tin when you were at school mm-hmm. for sandwiches. I'm kind of getting those vibes. I don't know what's the dominant flavour. I'd say fish. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go again. Hold on. I, <laughs> oh, <mate. laughs> You're not liking it. I see. I mean, Ella's my friend, so I've got to report back at this, but um, it's not great so far. Whoa! Oh, really oh it's hot, isn't it? That is the hottest one yet. That was really hot. Problem is, 
Dear listeners, we've got to chow down on it because we've got to get to the the flavour that's yeah. obviously hidden within the centre. It is. It's a dangerous one. It's really hot. You sh- if you're going to do this at home, do not eat it that quickly. I don't know what it is, right? But it's almost... It's like 95% tuna, mm. and then there's no mayo in there. Can't taste the cheese. Where's the cheese gone? <laughs> no, I can't taste the cheese at all. <laughs> it's just overpowering, isn't it? Actually, even as I look at it, you can't even... If you look at... You know when you chop a tree, you see the rings inside? I can't see the cheese in there. No, it's gone. And there was two big slabs. Sorry, Ella. That could be our first, um... Yeah. Of uh, 2024. It's not rank, though. It's not rank. It's just, it needs finessing. I was expecting more. Oh, yeah, expecting more. So, look, if you can knock our socks off with your toasty combination, like I said, get in touch. Sorry, people keep sending me Renaissance pictures uh, <laughs> via AI of you, Richie. Very, very bizarre <laughs> point of the show. It keeps popping up. Uh, get in touch now. Hometime at absoluteradio.co.uk. This is the Daily Takeaway. Daily Takeaway. There you go, there's the show. I, I was remiss of me not to test myself for yes. uh, future fortune on Dice of Destiny. So, one final time, let's do one little roll. And like I say, keep an eye out on Channel 5 for this to appear. I'm going to think of uh, number number 10. Go on. If, if 10 comes in, imagine if 10 comes in, Everton, my football club, get found not guilty of all the charges and we get our 10 points back. <laughs> Plus two for, you know, like, for the mess around. The inconvenience, <laughs> right. Here we go, 10. Ah, 44, we're screwed. <laughs> Way off. Damn. Tomorrow, we could play again, all right, because it's only ever been positive stuff yep. in Dice of Destiny. We could play Dicing with Destiny oh, yeah. for tomorrow, and it's bad stuff. Like, really, like, bad. Really bad. Really dark, the really darkest stuff you've dark ever thought of. Really dark stuff, yes. Actually, you know, you can have, like, dark Talking like, stuff. like, death of pets. Oh, my God, really? Yes. That's like getting a Ouija board out or something, isn't it? Well, yeah. Well, do not miss the next podcast, guys. That's for <laughs> Dicing sure. Dicing with destiny. The Daily Takeaway. Bush and Richie's Daily Takeaway.